Hey, I'm here at Casual Connect in Seattle, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Tom Higgins, the product evangelist for Unity, and uh, I'm happy to be here once again talking to you. Yeah, great. And what's new with Unity now? Well, you know, we've got a lot on the go this year. It's been pretty exciting, but, uh, you know, the single biggest thing that we have right now is that Unity 3.0 is right around the corner. Uh, we've been saying end of summer as a release date, and if folks are checking their calendar right now, they realize that means we've got about four to eight weeks left, and uh, we think we're going to hit that. It's a major update to our desktop web and, and iPhone product. Killer new features, deferred rendering, uh, occlusion calling across the board, beast light mapping is being included, all kinds of new audio features, and just countless editor updates, documentation updates. I, I mean, it's really, really an exciting release. Okay. And um, speaking of iPhone, iOS, um, can you talk about that some more and some of the concerns that some people have about whether Unity will even be allowed on the platform? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, as, as folks know, uh, and earlier this year, Apple put out some changes to its uh, terms of service around iOS 4 in particular, and there are a couple of sections in there that uh, seem to have uh, Unity on the outs in terms of being a supported technology, but uh, the reality is that so far, life for Unity developers hasn't changed one bit. Uh, Unity apps continue to be accepted to the App Store. Unity applications and games continue to be top sellers, continue to be used uh, in Apple's own marketing materials. So, uh, you know, do we have a confirmed yes or no, approved or not status? Uh, no, we don't. Um, and, and this isn't unique to us. This is kind of across the board that Apple's taking a very cautious uh, path. But, uh, you know, if you look at the day-to-day -day activity, life has not changed for Unity developers. And so we're going to continue along. Uh, you know, we don't have our head in the sand and ignoring it. We did announce a battle plan that if they do put the squeeze on us as a technology, we're going to implement C++ scripting uh, as a backup solution so that we'll continue to have a, a viable solution. But uh, uh, as of today, life is the same as it always was for Unity developers, uh, so keep making kick-ass games for the iPhone. And can you talk about any of the um, games made in Unity for iPhone that have been promoted by Apple and stuff like that? Well, I mean, you know, like, for example, there was recently a, an email campaign for Apple developers that went around Europe, and it was basically to, to try and promote the you know mobile effort, you know iOS, whether it's iPhone or iPad, iPod Touch, and it was trying to convince people this was a great place to take your content. And they showed a developer holding up an iPhone with a game that was OMG Pirates, uh, which is made by Mika Mobile and done in Unity. So you know we continue to see cases like this where again in major pushes by Apple's own internal teams. They're using Unity content as a focal point for convincing people why they should use that as a, as a, a platform for their content. Uh, and it goes on. I mean, you know, we, we have no things that are in the works where there's other Unity content that's going to be part of major ad campaigns. We've seen our apps uh, continue to be among the top sellers, uh, whether it's games or applications. So kind of across the board, they, every department seems to be willing to talk about Unity on their platform, uh, except for the most cautious department, which apparently is legal. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you talked about applications. Can you discuss um, how people would use Unity for applications rather than games, or is that something that's... That, that seems like an emergent use case. Well, it is, you know, and I'll just take a step back from iPhone in particular. We, we kind of recently did a bit of a survey and kind of a scan of our user base, and the numbers are that something on the order of 60% of those using Unity use it for non-game content development at least part of the time. Um, so, you know, look, the features and functionality that game developers want they want you know a super high fidelity experience, top quality graphics, fast performance, and high degrees of interactivity. 
what's different about that than somebody that wants to do a medical visualization app or an architecture walkthrough or data visualization? So the features just translate over extremely well. And it's a matter of getting people's mindset to realize that, you know, our, our internal marketing campaign is, quote, it's not just for games anymore. Um, you know, it's, the fact is that those that are savvy and understand it are, are just starting to pick it up and use it. And uh, on the web, there's a, a project called The Visible Body, and it's a medical visualization where you can peel back different layers of the entire human body, and it's all done in Unity, where there's a, a, a by, I think it's NYU, a, a heart visualization app on the iPhone that's already being done. So, you know, these kinds of things are starting to come up, and as folks realize, it's not just a game technology, it's an interactive content technology that offers this high-fidelity experience. Uh, we're hoping to see more and more, because as big as the games industry is, yeah. you look at training and simulation, architecture, yeah. visualization, these are markets that are 10, 100, 1,000 times the size of the games industry. Uh, massive potential there waiting for us to tap into. Okay. And um, speaking of mobile then, uh, what about Android? Well, yeah, that's the, uh, you know, I mentioned the, the big thing coming is Unity 3.0. Well, uh, the next big thing, and only a small notch down on the priority scale, of course, is Unity Android. Uh, these are being done in parallel, uh, not necessarily in lockstep, though. So Unity 3.0 is going to come out first. And then after that, we're going to introduce Unity Android. It's going to follow the same license model as our iPhone product is. So it's an add-on to an existing Unity license. But you're going to be able to create apps for anything running the Android OS. Uh, our, our goal is Android 2.0 or newer. Uh, OpenGL ES 2.0 and, and forward. And, and so this means any of these phones or soon to come out tablets and devices, uh, we're going to let Unity developers tap into those. Uh, and it, it's just it's a really exciting opportunity because the, the App Store with, with Apple seems to offer currently the highest profit potential for developers. Yet when we look out in the future, six months to a year, I, I, I and our company firmly believe that Android is going to offer even more potential. Uh, you know, Google needs to sort out some issues around you know piracy and content protection, but the numbers of devices that are going to be running Android will dwarf the number of, of devices running iOS. Uh, you know, I think the numbers are already greater today, but you look a year down the road and we're talking 5x, 10x. I mean, the different forecasts uh, will give you a different figure, but the point is there will be a lot more. And once these piracy issues get sorted out, uh, we think Unity Android is going to be a particularly exciting option. Um, and so it's just it's another step in our mobile agenda. We're looking forward at possibly Windows Mobile 7, what's going on with the Nintendo 3DS, PlayStation yes. Portable. Lots of cool stuff coming to our hands, uh, and, and Unity Android is the next big one for us. Um, can people already download some kind of Unity Android test, test version? or? Well, not for Unity Android. Uh, you know, For Unity 3.0, uh, we are pre-selling licenses for Unity 3.0. And those that do pre-purchase their 3.0 license can use the current version today, and we're slowly rolling out beta access to those folks so that as the builds get more stable, the audience gets larger. Uh, we're not doing the same thing around Unity Android. We do have a, a beta program active, and so we are taking some folks onto that. Uh, but it's not open to the general public just yet. Uh, we'll see if we're going to open it up uh, to a wider audience like we did with the 3.0 builds. Um, but you know, both of these are slated for an end of summer release. So I joked about how we only have four to eight weeks on Unity 3.0. Whatever's left over, we have left to get Unity Android out. So even without that, you know, these builds are coming fast. They're going to be in people's hands real soon. Okay. So Unity Android will probably be out then by the end of the summer. Yeah, you know, uh, that's, that's I think September 22nd, if I look on my calendar. Uh, sorry to everyone in the Southern Hemisphere. We're talking a Northern Hemisphere yeah. summer here. Uh, but it's like September 22nd or something is the official 
end of summer. And you know, there's there's a, a certain set that have been in the Unity community long enough to know that when we've said summer releases before, that's usually meant by by our Unite conference, which has happened in October. Uh, this time we mean it. We really think uh, we're going to get these out by the end of summer. So, you know, in the next two months, we're going to have both 3.0 and Unity Android out on the streets, meaning lots and lots of cool stuff for people to play with. Right. And can you then talk about any other surprising applications or uses of Unity that you found interesting or intriguing? Um, you know, like I said, things like the visible body have, have been some of the more surprising ones because... Uh, you know, these are just cases where we, we never really thought about it being used in that context. Uh, there are some other efforts. You know, there's a, a company called Nurian out of Korea that's creating something a, a bit of a dance-based MMO. Uh, so that's still in the game space, but it's a pretty intriguing use of, of a game technology. And so we're seeing those crop up, whether it's in games or non-games. Um, the, the fact is we're putting you know some tools out there that let people do all kinds of creative stuff. And just about every week, somebody shows us a game, shows us a demo, some kind of project that's, that, that's in the works. We're, it, it's using our tech in ways we never thought folks would do. And it's not that we, we've, we've wanted to put a box around people, but everyone has their own kind of scope of imagination. And for us, that's the cool part about being in the tools business. You know, we, we make a hammer, a screwdriver, and a paintbrush, and do you make a Picasso painting? Do you build the next, you know, Sears Tower in Chicago? Or are you the next IMP creating some kind of wild new building that we've never thought would come out? So it happens all the time, and that's the big buzz for us as, as being tools vendors is seeing that new and creative bits. Great. And where can developers find out more information about Unity? As always, unity3d.com. Great. Thank you very much.